listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station. Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to A Little Bit of Church Every Day, Home Bible Study 21st Century Style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606 606- 282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord everybody and welcome to a Friday edition of CAC Daily iCast. What's the difference from what's the difference from a Friday edition to uh, to a uh, Tuesday edition? Nothing but today. That's right. It's Friday. You made it through a week, so now you can say that you have spent almost the entire week with CAC Daily iCast. We did take off a uh, little bit. We take off every now and then because of our scheduling, but uh, anyway, we uh, are glad to be back with you today, and so we hope that you're having a great day wherever you are from the East Coast to West Coast and around the world. Looking at our announcements, of course, we want to keep you informed as we talk about the things coming up at CAC. We have to remember, yes, we need to remember, you don't have to, but you need to. Harvest Time Crusade's coming up Friday, November the 17th. That'll be uh, at 7 p.m. with Brother Buddy Puckett, so keep that in mind. Also, we will have Saturday night service, November the 18th, 7 p.m., Brother James Chesser. And Sunday, November the 19th at 11 a.m., Brother Michael Moppin and a dinner will follow 
Also, CAC Daily iCast right here. Yes, yours truly. And this broadcast is going to be celebrating our 10th anniversary. That's right. We're going to have an online celebration Tuesday, December the 5th. We started broadcasting back in 2013, Monday through Friday. So come on out and see how we got started, why we got started, what's happened since we got started, and what our future is. So come on out and be with us. That'll be Tuesday, December the 5th. Our Christmas program is coming up December the 10th at 6 p.m. And CAC New Year's Eve celebration, that's going to be Sunday, December 31st, 9 p.m. to midnight. We're going to have a great time celebrating the new year. So come on out and be with us as we lift up the name of Jesus and everything we say and do. And we certainly appreciate uh, you joining us this morning. Looking at our prayer requests, we want to remember all of these on the list. Of course, uh, every time that we have a new month, we start a new list. Let's remember Roger McCoy, Larry Sullivan, Raymond Thacker, Scotty Belcher, Agnes Justice and Family, Kevin, Pam Bartley, Jaden Belcher, Danny Ratliff, Vezrin, and Ezra. Let's remember all of these in prayer, uh, that the Lord will touch each and every one of them. If you have a prayer request, there's uh, several ways you can get those to us. You can put them in the chat room, put them in the comment section. You can call in our prayer line at 606-282-4108, or you can email those to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we pray for those on the list as well as for the broadcast today. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you, Lord, for all the many things that you have done in our lives. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty and miraculous way for each and every one that needs a touch, whether it's a spiritual, physical, or mental uplifting they need. I pray that you would send forth a healing into their homes, their jobs, their areas. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way for each and every one that has a a need of financial situations and job markets and other things that will open up so they can provide for their family. I pray also, Lord, that you would bless the broadcast today, every one of our viewers. I pray that you would just go into their homes and bless them with the healing and deliverance they need. And Lord, we love you, we praise you, and we give you thanks for allowing us to utilize this platform and use this platform to teach your word and fellowship with your people. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus, we ask and pray. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, uh, I was looking at the the weather, and uh, it's going to be a little bit better day than what it uh, has been. And uh, it's currently 30 degrees outside. I know, I know, I know. It's still cool of the mornings. Still cool of the mornings. But it looks like that it's going to heat up to about 64 degrees. Yeah, and going to be plenty of sun, a nice afternoon. Tomorrow's going to be 64, plenty of sunshine, beautiful start to the weekend, and then partly sunny and a nice end to the weekend, 62 for the high on Sunday. So that's what's happening in our little portion of the world. And, of course, looking at our current radar condition, you can see that right here, in our little portion of East Kentucky, there's nothing but sunshine going on. So you know what that means. If it's sunshine outside, don't matter that it's a little on the cool side. Perry Mason's got to go outside and chase some leaves here after a while. Well, we're glad that you've joined us today. Hope you will be blessed by everything said and done in this broadcast. We're here to lift you up, encourage you, and Try to help you know that Jesus is the best friend you'll ever have and uh, get you excited about serving Jesus because, after all, we are living in troublesome times. We're living in, uh, you know, times of, uh, of challenges and uh, perilous times. And uh, we understand that everything going on at Israel right now and all that is happening is. Uh, is Bible being fulfilled? So always keep that in mind and uh, remember that it's going to always uh, come to pass. No matter how much you pray for things not to happen, they're going to happen. Some things 
I think some people waste their prayers on, like trying to stop prophecy or trying to stop uh, the will of the Lord. And they just need to pray, Lord, help me to accept your will and help me to uh, be able to uh, endure to the end and all these things. So that's what we need to understand. Well, we're going to have a great weekend this weekend, uh, not only at CAC and PAC. We're going to have a great weekend there every weekend, but we're also going to be in Lexington, Kentucky at Brother Buddy Puckett's in in uh, Nicholasville, Kentucky. And um, he is... Uh, a great friend of ours, and we go down and preach for him every year, and he's going to be celebrating their anniversary service, and we're going to be down there Saturday night, and service begins at 6.30, so keep that in mind. Service begins at 6.30 on uh, Saturday night. We will be with him Saturday night, and then we're going right on down Sunday morning to preach another anniversary service, and that's for our good friend, Brother Steve Thornbury, and we're going to be there for the uh, the first, Apost first Apostolic Church of Newport, and uh, so we're going to uh, be down there Sunday and uh, going to be preaching at 11 a.m., and then dinner will follow, and then we'll come back Home, so just pray for our safe travels as we uh, go from uh, place to place as the Lord allows and as we are called upon. We try to get in as many as we can on our regular, uh, you know, we, we have a regular uh, a group of people that we preach for and have for probably uh, 25 years and 30 years. And so uh, we we try to stay with them as long as they want us to come. And uh, we go to Ohio, we go to Tennessee, we go to uh, another place in Tennessee, and then, of course, Lexington. And those are all set in stone. So we, we uh, don't uh, ever plan anything during this time because we know we're going to be going to those places. Appreciate the friendships that we have uh, encountered and made through the years. Always good to see our friends, no matter if it's Kentucky, Tennessee, Ohio, or you all right here on CAC Daily ICAST. Well, it's time for me to quit talking and uh, maybe get started this morning. We're reading our way through the uh, the New the Old Testament, I should say, and once we get uh, through the Old Testament. Old Testament, my throat's uh, my voice is cutting out. I don't need my voice to cut out, uh, you know, while we're <laughs> getting ready to go preach somewhere. So you need to pray for us. Um, but uh, we are we are going to be uh, 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 very uh, soon, as soon as I can get it up, um, be reading in First Kings chapter nineteen because we're reading our way through the Old Testament. And once we get through the Old Testament, we're going to loop back through the New Testament. So if you stick around long enough, you can say that you have read through the Bible right here on CAC Daily ICAST. Here we go with First Kings chapter 19. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done and with all how he had slain all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I make not thy life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that, he arose, and went for his life, and came to Beersheba, which belongeth to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, and came and sat down under a juniper tree. And he requested for himself that he might die, and said, It is enough now, O Lord, take away my life, for I am not better than my father's. And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, behold, then an angel touched him, and said unto him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and behold, there was a cake, bacon on the coals, and a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink and laid him down again. 
And the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for thee. And he arose and did eat and drink and went in the strength of that meat forty days and forty nights unto Horeb, the mount of God. And he came thither unto a cave and lodged there. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, and he said unto him, What doest thou here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts, for the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword. And I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And he said, Go forth, and stand upon the mount before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by. And a great and strong wind rent the mountains, and break in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire a still small voice. And it was so when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entering in of the cave. And behold, there came a voice unto him and said, What doest thou here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very jealous for the Lord God of hosts, because the children of Israel have forsaken thy covenant, thrown down thine altars, and slain thy prophets with the sword. And I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. And the Lord said unto him, Go, return on thy way to the wilderness of Damascus, and when thou comest, anoint Hazael to be king over Syria. And Jehu the son of Nimshi shalt thou anoint to be king over Israel. And Elisha the son of Shaphat of Abel-Mahola shalt thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. And it shall come to pass that him that escapeth the sword of Hazael shall Jehu slay. And him that escapeth from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha slay. Yet I have left me seven thousand in Israel, all the knees which have not bowed unto Baal, and every mouth which hath not kissed him. So he departed thence, and found Elisha the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen before him, and he with the twelfth. And Elijah passed by him, and cast his mantle upon him. And he left the oxen, and ran after Elijah, and said, let me, I pray thee, kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow thee. And he said unto him, Go back again, for what have I done to thee? And he returned back from him, and took a yoke of oxen, and slew them, and boiled their flesh with the instruments of the oxen, and gave unto the people, and they did eat. Then he arose, and went after Elijah, and ministered unto him. Well, it is 42 degrees, 19 minutes after the top of the hour. Coming at the bottom of the hour, we're going to be having our teaching session, so we don't want you to go anywhere. We want you to stick around because we got some great stuff that we're going to be studying in the book of Revelation. So come on out and study with us and stick around, I should say, and study with us. Tell your family, tell your friends that they too can join us live Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, do you have a minute? Why, of course you do. And if you got a minute, that means you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Pastor Richard D. McKinney, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Two birthdays are mentioned specifically in the Bible. Genesis chapter 40 and verse 20, in which Pharaoh's birthday was celebrated, and he hanged 
the chief baker. In Matthew 14 and 6, it was Herod's birthday and John the Baptist was beheaded. Well, today is my birthday. And even though I'm not celebrating because it is my birthday, I am thankful that the Lord has blessed me with another year. But I will celebrate this day because this is a day the Lord hath made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Let today be a day of rejoicing. It don't have to be your birthday. It's because the Lord made it. And don't everybody start sending happy birthday wishes in because that was recorded all the way back in February of 2021. So uh, just keep that in mind. I got to always remember not to play any of the February 27th ones because people says, oh, it's your birthday. No, it's not my birthday. So uh, come come back February the 27th and you can wish me happy birthday. But uh, nevertheless, that was 60 seconds with the pastor. And of course, uh, it's time for us to squeeze in this before we get to the bottom of the hour. We like to do our trivia questions. So hang in there with us. time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC trivia question of the day. CAC trivia question of the day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps radio and television broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHYFM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the List Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question. How many generations were there from Rebecca to Judah? How many generations were there from Rebecca to Judah? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast and or Monday's broadcast. It's a Friday, y'all. So speaking of Monday's broadcast, we do have the uh, trivia answer for yesterday's trivia question. Well, yesterday's trivia question was simply this. Who supervised the rescue of Jeremiah from a mud hole? And it seems like that everybody got that right. Everybody did their homework. And everybody made sure they searched it out. So uh, how many or who was it that supervised getting Jeremiah out of the pit? Well, it was Abedmelech, Ebedmelech, or Ebedmelech. And uh, that's Jeremiah chapter 38, verse number 10. You know, I've got one of these apps, and I need to start using it more often because uh, it pronounce, it pronounces uh, these, these uh, names for you. So let's see if I can get this up. And we'll try our best to see if we can make it say it for you. Ebed Melek. Ebed Melek. I knew I would say it wrong. It's Ebed Melek. Ebed Melek. Here, let's listen to it again. Ebed Melek. Yeah, that's who it was. What he said. Ebed Melek. And uh, that is the one that oversaw... Yeah, oversaw the uh, 
the retrieval of getting uh, Jeremiah out of the pit. Ebed Malik. That's right. So there you go. And uh, I'll try to start using that app a little more often. Well, there you have it. So today's trivia question, how many generations were there from Rebecca to Judah? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily ICAST, click on the link, and it will take you where you need to go. So participate in the broadcast uh, trivia question, and we'll have the results of that on Monday. Well, we try to get over a little over 200 episodes in every year, and by the end of the year, we'll have over 2,100 episodes that we have uh, done since we began broadcasting back in 2013. So we'll be celebrating our 10th anniversary, December the 5th, and we'll talk a little more about that as we get closer to December, which is just next month, by the way. Yeah, Revelation, right? Well, this is episode 173 of this year. And uh, this is day 370 of 365. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, episode 173. It's going to be hard for us to get 200 episodes in before the end of the year because we have Thanksgiving coming up. We have uh, Christmas coming up. We always take off for those and take a break. And because of that, sometimes we have scheduling change, uh, appointments we have to keep or something like that. And uh, we're not able to get on the air and, uh, and do a broadcast. So it's going to be... A little difficult getting 200 in, but we'll try our best. Well, let's see what the Commonwealth Minute has to talk about. This is Richard Nelson, the executive executive director of the Commonwealth Policy Center, and he asked us if we would do the Commonwealth Minute, so I said, yep, so here we go. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. The Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville celebrated the 30th anniversary of its current president, Dr. Albert Moeller. Moeller was just 33 years old when he took the reins of his alma mater, which was dominated by theological liberals at the time. There were many battles in his early years as he weeded out professors who openly denied core tenets of the Christian faith. During his tenure, Moeller transformed the seminary into one of America's largest, and more importantly, one that is faithful to its founding theological convictions. Institutions committed to conservative Christianity like Southern are rare. Southern Seminary is a gift not just to Kentucky, but to the rest of the nation, as its graduates fill the pulpits in all 50 states. And Kentuckians can be thankful for Dr. Moeller's faithful leadership. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC4Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that is the Commonwealth Policy Center, and that is your executive director, Richard Nelson, and he is uh, giving us things that pertain to the Commonwealth of Kentucky. A lot of times it may be, uh, you know, conservative people in charge. It may be uh, laws that are being passed. It may be all sorts of other things, but we try our best to fulfill our obligation that he has asked us to do. Well, did you know that uh, Hezbollah leader praises Hamas terror attack as a heroic form of jihad against Israel. So uh, Hezbollah claims to strike Israeli army with suicide drones. So, um, you know, and, and they get right on TV and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, and even the one from Iran, one of the leaders from Iran came to the UN in New York city and uh, I know the UN's supposed to be a neutral place where all countries can hash out what they want to, but he came and talked about death to America. <laughs> uh, 
that's like inviting somebody to your house and they say, you know what, I just think I'm going to just take y'all out, not to eat dinner either. <laughs> well, it is time for us to take our 30-second break. It, it would, it's funny if it wasn't so serious, right? And it's still funny that we allow people to do things like that in our world today because uh, we should take their visas and not allow them back in the country. Well, that's just my viewpoint. Well, you say let's take our little break. Don't go away. Don't touch at any key because we're coming right back. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. A little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. We appreciate you joining us today for our study through the Word. We're in the book of Revelation. We're in uh, actually going to be studying in chapter 8, and we'll begin at verse number 12. So let's just jump right in and start our study today. And in Revelation chapter 8 and verse number 12, it begins to read, And the fourth angel sounded, and the third part of the sun was smitten, and the third part of the moon, and the third part of the stars, so as the third part of them was darkened, and the day shone not for a third part of it, and the night likewise. And I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpet of the three angels, which are yet to sound. So when the fourth angel sounded, all of a sudden, again, here we are with one third, one third of all these things starting to happen. So uh, we want to talk about that again because we have seen that one-third taken out all through this study. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we study episode number 1107 of our study through the Word as we study in the book of Revelation. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that you would bless us as we expound the word, that we will rightly divide the word of truth and uh, teach it line upon line and precept upon precept, that we will not misrepresent 
or misinterpret your word in any way. And Lord, if we do, forgive us and help us to make it right because we want to always rightly divide the word of truth. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As we have said in in past studies that uh, sometimes things in Revelation are uh, symbolic. And when you read them, you see symbolism. But there are things that are literal, which means it's literally going to happen as it says. And looking at the sounding of these trumpets, and I want to kind of just uh, give us kind of a, if I could, just a little bit of a uh, a uh, background of what we've been studying about these trumpets since we are on the fourth trumpet. Uh, I want to just back up and give you the understanding of the first trumpet judgment upon the land where a third of the trees was burned, all of the uh, grass was burned. Um, there was, um, you know, um, just various things like that, that, uh, we begin to see a third and everybody just keep that third in mind because you're going to hear it again and again. Then when the second trumpet sound, it was judgment upon the seas or the oceans, the salt water, if you will. And one third of the oceans turned to blood and, uh, one third of fish and, and Life in the sea was killed, and one-third of the ships were killed. And uh, somebody estimated how, how what kind of uh, uh, damage that would be and loss that would be. And they said if a third of the oceans were turned to blood, that is one-fourth of Earth's surface, a quarter of the Earth's surface. If one-third of the fish and wildlife and ships were killed, Someone said that could equal somewhere around 15,000, so uh, destroyed. But when you look at all of this, you see that one-third. Just keep that in mind. Uh, You saw a mountain that was, as it were, a mountain uh, burning with fire that was cast into the sea. And, of course, we established that uh, it could be a meteor, uh, that is, and remember, this is not just something that happens. We see meteors all the time and we see shooting stars all the time, but this is not that. This is the judgment of God coming upon the earth. So, uh, when that happens, we're going to see, of course, a third of the oceans turn to blood and third of the, uh, fish and wildlife, uh, in the sea that is, uh, going to be destroyed as well as the ships. And then we get to the third trumpet, judgment on the fresh water. And a third of the earth's drinking water is poison. And that's similar to what happened at Mara. The water was bitter, couldn't be drunk. Uh, It's called uh, wormwood, which means um, it's named after a bitter, often poisonous herb. And this this wormwood star, if you will, uh, that uh, began to uh, just... uh, happened in such a way that it brought bitterness to uh, the uh, fresh water. Now think of all this. You've got you got the land that's that's burning up. So infrastructure is going to be destroyed. Power is going to go out. Um, uh, drinking water is going to be poisoned. Oceans are going to be uh, uninhabitable. Uh, so now uh, instead of being able to grow your food, can't grow your food. Uh, if you don't have grass and pasture, remember all the grass is burnt up. If you don't have grass for pasture land, then cattle can't live and animals can't live. So you're going to have a lot of death, a lot of disease, because when death happens and and uh, you know animals begin to rot and decay, uh, and people begin to die, and uh, you can't bury all these people that's going to be wiped out. So disease is going to start setting in. It's going to be the, I tell people, think of your worst nightmare that you woke up scared to death as a kid, and that doesn't even compare to what is going to be happening when the judgment of God comes upon this earth. You want to be in the church raptured out before any of this ever takes place. So keep that in mind. Now, uh, today... As we look at, at verse 12, we begin to see the fourth trumpet. 
the fourth trumpet is sounded. And now we've seen judgment on the land, judgment in the seas or the salt water, judgment in fresh water, and now judgment in the heavens. Not in heaven where the throne of God is, but where the stars, the sun, the moon, all of the of what we call the heavenly bodies begin to dwell. Now, when you look at this, uh, you see that uh, it is a, uh, a plague similar to that that happened in Egypt uh, in Exodus 10, verses 22 and 23. But one-third of the sun, moon, and stars are darkened. One-third, there's that one-third again. Now, I, I told you about a third of the angels getting kicked out of heaven with Lucifer. Does this have any connection? I told you uh, in several of our studies, I can't tell you it's connected, but I think it's interesting that one-third of the angels is kicked out of heaven, and now judgment that is being brought upon the earth is in one-thirds. Could it be, and this is just a question, this is in no way stating a statement, but could it be that because a third of the angels uh, rebelled in heaven and uh, was cast out of heaven and and uh, cast to the earth and all of this, that um, this is a reminder to people on earth of what happened in heaven, the rebellion that went on in heaven? Could it be that that third of the angels that was kicked out of heaven is just everything that's happened here is a reminder of the rebellion against God? Well, of course, we know that this is because men have rebelled against God and not served him that judgment is coming on the earth. So I think that one-third has more of an implication than maybe we can uh, put our finger on. You know, I'm of this type. If, if, it, if the Bible is not clear on it, I'm not going to be sitting here speculating and saying, well, this is what I think it means because it may not mean that. But I'm just saying I think it's interesting. One-third of the angels are kicked out of heaven. Now, every judgment that we have read about, all of these trumpets that are being sounded, it deals with one-third, one-third, one-third of the trees, all the grass. Then you've got, uh, you know, you go back and you begin to see that there's a third of the oceans uh, turned to blood. A third of the fish and, and life in the sea is destroyed. And a third of the ships are destroyed. And then you get to the third trumpet. And it's a third of the earth's drinking water, fresh water supply, is poisoned. And now we see a third of the stars, a third of the sun, and a third of the moon. Now, here's something to understand. When a third of the sun is, is, um, is darkened, that's going to change the temperature on the earth. That's going to change the temperature on the earth. It's going to be freezing. It's going to be all sorts of, uh, uh, you know, uh, lower of temperature to where uh, nights are going to be, um, uh, you know, freezing. And, and you say, well, I'll just turn the heat up. Well, wait a minute. You don't have no heat. Remember? The, the uh, third of the trees are destroyed. A third of the ocean is destroyed. A third of the uh, ships are destroyed. So you can't, uh, you know, pump oil. You can't. Uh, produce oil, you can't produce gas, you can't produce any of these things, there'll be no such thing as, well, I'm going to go down and get my kerosene heater going or my generator. What are you going to put in it? There'll be no gas, there'll be no kerosene because of the devastation coming upon the earth. We're not going to be able to find a little cozy, a cozy spot when all of this judgment starts falling. It's going to be devastating. It's going to be deadly. It's going to be such um, a time as man has never seen. And we see that that uh, this trumpet, when it sounded, 
Um, we see a third of the sun darkened, a third of the moon darkened, and a third of the stars darkened. Just think about if you was to go outside. It's a beautiful day here in East Kentucky, and, and the sun is shining, and you went outside, but a third of the sun was darkened. Have you ever seen an eclipse and and the shadow? Uh, it may not be a total eclipse, but it, it's a partial eclipse, and part of the sun is is hid. Well, if you've ever experienced that, you know how the temperature changes. It might be one degree. It might be two degrees. And in a total eclipse, it could be several degrees that it gets cooler. But think of all the chaos that's going on. You can't get... Uh, you know, uh, electricity. You can't get uh, fuel for your car to run away because where are you going to go? Where are you going to run? Uh, there's no place to hide. There's no place to get away. It's all going to be brought to total destruction. But this is a third, and keep that third in mind because that is just such interesting. Maybe someone smarter than me, maybe someone smarter that's watching today can explain to me in in certainty, and I don't want your opinion because opinions are like noses. Everybody has some, has one, and sometimes some are bigger than others. But we understand that if if we can get something I'm missing in Scripture that takes Scripture and Scripture and tells you what that uh, is a result of or what that's connected to, that one-third, then uh, I, I would gladly listen. But uh, I just think it's interesting. A third of the angels are kicked out of heaven. Then now all of these judgments are dealing with a third, a third here and a third there, a third of the sun, a th third of the moon, a third of the stars are all darkened. It's going to be absolutely, totally blackened and dark for one-third of a day, one-third of a day. You can look in Amos chapter 5, verse 18. Man's way of life, the climate, you know, they talk about uh, climate change. Yeah, this is going to be climate change. We're not in climate change right now, but this is definitely going to change the climate, drastically affect the climate. We talked about people uh, freezing, the temperature dropping, just think if a third of the day, it's darkened completely. Maybe the sun rises at 6.30 or 7 o'clock at your area. Just think about a third of the day, no sunshine. You're up in the day and still the sun has not come out. It was 30 degrees, 32 degrees when we uh, first got on the air this morning. Now it's 35 degrees. Think about if no sun was out, and this is full sun coming out. Think if there was no sun for a third part of the day, that temperature would stay at that lower level of what it did through the night. This is going to be some terrible times. Uh, it's going to be uh, darkness. Of course, we saw supernatural darkness at Calvary in Matthew chapter 27 and verse 45. But we see that uh, uh, when the fourth angel sounds this, uh, this trumpet and the third part of the sun was smitten, and I'll bring this up, let you read along. Third part of the sun and, uh, was smitten and a third part of the moon and a third part of the stars. So as the third part of them was darkened and the day shone not for a third part of it. So the day doesn't have any daylight for one whole third. Okay. You got 24 hours in a day and, uh, you know, you got, uh, you got eight hours that, that there's no, uh, daylight, you know, that you would say if you divided it up into 24 hours, but it's already dark. So now what do you got? 12 hours of daylight. And if you divide that, 
And this is just a hypothetical, so don't say, well, Brother McKinney says it's going to be exactly this many hours. No, I'm just giving you a hypothetical thing. Say you got 12 hours of daylight right now, and a third part of that, that's going to be four more hours. So now you take four hours away from the 12, and what you got? You've got eight. So you just have eight hours of daylight. That's a hypothetical situation of trying to divide what this third part of the day that isn't shining completely dark is going to be like. So it's going to be a terrible time. And uh, the night likewise, notice that. That's why I'm saying you can look at whatever darkness you have at night and then whatever daylight time you have, then divide that daylight up into a third of that becoming dark. And you can get an idea. This just kind of gives us an idea of what is going to be happening. So, uh, and the night likewise. So keep that in mind. And then it says, and I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, uh, you know, when, when something says, whoa, it's not a good thing. It's not like telling a horse to stop. This is pronouncing. And I want, I want to kind of uh, get this to us so that we can uh, see what this word, whoa, uh, here in Revelation chapter 8 and verse number 13 uh, is kind of giving us insight into. Uh, because when you look at at this, uh, with the sounding of this trumpet, um, all these things begin to happen. Uh, blazing meteor sweeps through space, uh, travels uh, along the surface of the earth. It affects the rivers, the springs, wells, third part of the earth's water, and all these things. Then when this fourth trumpet is sounded, on the fourth day of creation, God brought the sun and moon into view in order to provide light. Fourth day of creation. Now that this fourth trumpet is sounding, this is something that's going to take one-third of the day becomes utter, complete darkness. This will seriously affect the health of men, for it will hinder the growth of fruits, vegetables, and will disturb the seasons, and I'd like to just say uh, climate change, but I'd like to say this. Uh, the grass has already uh, killed all the grass, so now uh, how are you going to get crops? How are you going to get food? How are you going to keep cattle alive? How are you going to keep uh, you know, animals uh, from dying? It's going to be a terrible time. You may have say, well, we got hay put up or we got this put up and feed and all this put up. Uh, well, if you're in that third part that these things are destroyed, you're going to be annihilated along with your stuff. But, um, you know, if you, if you happen to have it, then, you know, we can say, okay, um, you know, that's, uh, that's going to be, uh, something that, uh, you can have for a portion of time, a very small amount of time. Three more trumpets are to sound, and they are announced by an angel as the woe, woe, woe. And why did he say that? He's saying that to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of what? The other voices of the trumpet of the three angels. There's three more trumpets coming. You might say, oh, the first four are terrible and so much devastation and destruction, I don't know if we could stand three more. And here's the thing. You won't be able to stand three more because there's coming a time when all of these things are going to happen and it's going to destroy eventually. The world is going to be totally destroyed by fire and destruction. So keep that in mind. That's why you need to be ready. That's why you need to be uh, serving the Lord and staying close to him because this is 
a, a time that once it starts, there's no saying, okay, okay, Lord, enough's enough. I'm ready to serve you. No, there's none, no saying that. You have your opportunity right now. Today is the day of salvation. So you need to serve the Lord. Now, looking at this, whoa, 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 I wanted to uh, bring this up, and I wanted to um, to kind of uh, get this um, uh, read to you because I want to give you a little understanding of what uh, this, uh, just the simple word, woe means because um, uh, that is something that uh, we don't say too much, right? We say, when we say woe, uh, a lot of times we just say woe like uh, like a surprise. But this is not a woe of surprise. This is a woe of judgment. This this is something to bring sorrow, something to bring destruction, something to bring devastation. So we know that this woe is not just a surprise. Um, it, it, it is something that just simply means grief. It's an exclamation that grief is coming. Woe is coming. Um, it, it's a time like we've never seen. It's something that is an exclamation of grief, sorrow. You think people are overwhelmed now? You think people's got grief now? You think people there are going through things now? It will be nothing compared to these three woes that are yet to come. And I want to close with that before we get into those because I want us to just um, be reminded today God's mercy is extended. His grace is extended. It's like the door to the ark. It stayed open after knowing the animals got on, giving others a chance to get in. Right now, the door is open. Will you come in? Will you give your life to Jesus? Will you come in? Will you serve him? Will you make up your mind today that you're going to solidify your walk with him? and you're going to um, solidify your experience with the Lord, your relationship with him, you're not going to be in a place where you just begin to say, I'll wait. Or we'll see what happens. Then I'll get serious. No, today. If you're serving the Lord, hang on. If you're not serving the Lord, you need to seriously think about serving Him. If you feel Him calling you right now, give your life to Him. People sometimes get in, they serve the Lord for a little while, and then they fall away. The Bible tells us that that is going to happen. And, and as much as we'd like to change that, that's going to happen. But you know what? We can change what we do. We can't change what others do, but we can change what we do. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to study your word. I pray that I have rightly divided the word of truth, expounded it fully. If I have misrepresented it, misinterpreted it in any way, forgive me, Lord, because I want to always rightly divide your word and teach your word line upon line and precept upon precept. I pray that you would help somebody who is not as close to you as they need to be, that they will draw closer. Someone who is under conviction that they will give their life to you. Lord, I pray that you would get the glory out of all of our lives, for it's all in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us to hold on, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, you know, that concludes our study for today. I pray that it's been a blessing to you and in, in inspiration to you. Um, maybe get you thinking about 
all the things that's coming upon this earth and uh, don't don't have the false hope that once you start seeing these things come to pass, then I'll get ready. Or, oh, when I see that starting to happen, when, when a third of the trees get burned up, I'll start serving the Lord. Don't think for a moment that you have that liberty to do that. Because here's the question. If you can't serve the Lord today when everything is easy, yeah, we got churches everywhere. We got online uh, broadcasts and church everywhere. If you can't serve the Lord today, you're going to tell me that when things get terrible and things get hard and things get difficult that you're going to decide, oh, yeah, I'll serve the Lord now. Every day that you put the Lord off is a chance that your heart is going to be one day more hardened against serving the Lord. Harden not your heart. That's what the Bible says. Today is the day of salvation. When you hear the voice of God, don't harden your heart as in the day of provocation. Just give yourself to the Lord. And if you're serving the Lord, hold on. He's coming back. Well, uh, we're in for some terrible times as we have um, uh, seen from uh, the startup, if you will. I, I know it's uh, something that people say. And I, I told somebody the other day, I hope that we don't get to where we start uh, saying, you know, you see this come to pass. That's what's happening with Israel and and uh, Hamas and Hezbollah and all these others, Iran and different ones, and you start thinking, well, that's been going on for, you know, uh, decades or that's been going on for a while and everything's still staying the same. I hope that we don't get in that frame of mind where we think everything's just going to continue as it is just because maybe something doesn't happen. And beware of preachers that are going to say, oh, well, praise God, the Lord's coming any any moment because this happened or that happened. No, we're, we're to be ready because the Lord can come at any time. He wants to come. He don't have to wait till, uh, you know, uh, the mark of the beast. He doesn't have to wait till uh, these uh, woes and all these things are, are poured out. He can come today, right? So beware of preachers that, that begin to tell you, well, now when you see this, 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 and this, and this, then it's really going to get interesting. And then we're going to start seeing some stuff. Just be ready. I tell people all the time, be ready today. Don't fall into that category to where you say, I got to see before I believe. The Lord said, blessed are they that believe and yet have not seen. I believe the Lord's coming. What about you? Well, with that said, uh, we do have our trivia question up and running. And our trivia question for today is simply this. How many generations were there from Rebecca to Judah? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. We'll have the results of that on Monday's broadcast. It is Friday, y'all, and we hope to see you this weekend in service 10 a.m. at CAC and 11 a.m. for church service at CAC. Also at PAC, Pipeful Apostolic Church, 2 o'clock. Come on out and be with us. It's going to be a great time as we gather together with the people of God. Well, we got to get out of here and get some stuff done. Everybody have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your day and weekend because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., 
and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.